Welcome to the Keto Revolution Podcast. A podcast by Keto Primo that will highlight different aspects of the keto lifestyle. We are your hosts. My name is Fernando. And I'm Amanda. And this is our first episode. How excited are you, Amanda? I'm pretty freaking stoked. (laughs) And kind of, uh, there's so much to talk about. I don't even know how to start bridging it all together, but I thought it would be a good idea to have the listener know who we are and why we're even doing it in the first place, right? Yes, I agree. So I'm going to start with my story first because it's not a very personal story. And I know, right? I just wanted to go first. (laughs) There's a lot more information on your side. So I'm I'm just going to go ahead and take the lead here. But um, so my story isn't my own. Um, My story is my mom's story. And it just... It hit me so hard that I I had to share because this is what inspired me, right? Back in uh, about 1994, my mom uh, had a really tragic car accident that initially the doctor said would leave her paralyzed, right? You know, she she didn't take that for an answer, so she, like, tried everything that she could. um, And beyond all medical logic, she was able to, like, you know, uh, restore the feelings uh, and use of her legs. But it took a really big surgery that she had like a big metal bracket surgically infused into her spine. It's like this E bracket that's oh like holding goodness. her vertebrae together. And it's, yeah, so like she had no real complications. She was able to go back to work. But like 20 years later, obviously it's been 20 years. Uh-huh. So after the surgery, they had to revisit it due to some complications she had. What type of complications? They were, she was having like nerve problems. Like she was starting to feel her left leg less and less. Oh no. Yeah. So then um, she went to a doctor and they said that there was a nerve that was like pinching and there was a part of her bone that was cut that was starting to grow. Oh my goodness. So it was really terrible. And the only thing that they could do is like file it down and like put a spacer, but that required surgery. So. Right. But they didn't want to operate on her because she was overweight and she had high blood pressure. So there wasn't really much she could do because, you know, they were like, you can't exercise, but lose weight, you know, which like, how do you do that? So we started trying like all these different diets. She went vegan for a bit, but then she wasn't getting, didn't work out. So she found keto and we had already been, you know, through the gamut of like different diets and stuff so how did she hear about keto i i'm not really sure i should have asked her that (laughs) but she heard about it through a friend or something Uh you know i'm sure everybody knows somebody who's done keto yeah no of course right so then um you know i was like okay well if you want to try it go ahead but you know i was like her power of attorney right for all things medical and i was just like you know we've we've done the diets like i'm not really sure like it's a high-risk surgery to begin with. She's older in age. She's yeah. not old, but, you know, she's... Yeah. And especially with, like, an... It's, it's Any already... Any surgery is terrifying. Yeah, and it's no a surgery how. on top of another one that she right. already had. Mm-hmm. So it was like, all right. So she tried it. She didn't really tell me at first. And then she, I started noticing, like, her face started getting smaller. Mm-hmm. And then... So it was like... Wow. It was working. And apparently, within, like three months or so she lost about 35 to 40 pounds on this and it was like exactly the amount of like 
weight that she would need to lose. Yeah. Like, oh my goodness. Like, yeah. it was perfect. It yeah. was like super it, perfect. Keto nose. Yeah, <laughs> that keto <laughs> nose. Yeah, like she, she went ahead and again, beyond all medical logic, she recovered super fast. And, you know, this is like two years. We're two years um, away from that, and she's back at work. She, uh, you know, she's and she's working she's as feeling a feeling su- better than ever. I'm assuming. Yeah, no, she she finally felt her leg. I remember going back into the operating room, like after everything was done, and she like looked at me and she was like raising her leg, and she was like, "I can feel my leg," and she oh. started to cry. Oh my goodness! Like I, I, I'm not gonna forget that. And if it wasn't for keto, yeah, I don't know where where she would have been, what what would have happened, but. that was the only and that's the only way that i know that this diet works and i've heard a bunch of other stories but like seeing it firsthand with my mom i was like it made me a believer for sure yes so it sounds like um the anti-inflammation benefits really really played a huge right right yeah and i i didn't know anything about that you know at first and like i'm sure she didn't either but like a lot of people have no idea that that keto keto is used for not only just losing weight, but for so many other ailments and conditions. And inflammation is one of the main causes of illness in humans. Yeah, and like we're so carb central yeah. in our diets, mm-hmm. you know, but I mean, I'm sure you know that. What's your story is a lot more detailed. And it's just <laughs> like, I, I know this is my mom's story, and it's just like this what I a, felt, but like. That's still an awesome story. So my story actually began where my journey actually began before I even knew what keto was. Um, When I became a mother, I knew that I wanted to make as much of an effort as possible to be health conscious. And um, I wanted to do that through food and diet mainly. Right, right, right. So the food pyramid that we've all taught, we've all been taught to follow for decades was my main guide. And for the most part, that seemed to be doing the trick um, until my oldest daughter was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes when she was 7. Oh, damn. I know. It was devastating. It was super shocking. And so I came to find out real soon that when a child is diagnosed with type 1 diabetes, the process is so rigid and really straightforward. So it's even more shocking for the parents than it is for the child because the child is being, you know, guided and... um, it was terrifying for her, oh, of dude, course, sure. but um, being told something that extreme about your own child um, is terrifying. Uh, they told me that she uh, she would need injections of insulin for the rest of her life God. Um, to keep her blood sugars down. So for every carbohydrate that she would eat from then on would need to be counteracted with insulin via an injection. And like everything has carbs. Everything, I mean, right? Almost everything. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so you get sent to the hospital. Say first, first you go to the ER. Most people uh, bring their kid into urgent care because they think their kid has one of three things. Usually, everybody's story is the same. Right, right. My kid isn't eating right or drinking water because she looks malnourished or he looks malnourished. They're not acting right. They're acting sick. Which leads to the second leading reason why um, kids are accidentally diagnosed as type one. They think their parents think they have the flu because they're having very fluish symptoms. Oh, okay. They could be vomiting if they're really, really um, into their DKA, which 
we'll save for another episode. The Donkey Kong? <laughs> yes, Donkey Kong. <laughs> I um, knew it. Diabetic ketoacidosis, which sounds a lot Oof. sounds a lot familiar to ketosis. <laughs> Say that five times. Right. Um, so it looks really fluey. Or the third reason that I and these are the three things that I've discovered with every parent of a type one diabetic. They brought their kid into urgent care thinking that it was one of these three things. I thought my daughter had a urinary tract infection. She was seven, wasn't wetting the bed, not even close to it, but was having accidents. Oh. Take her in, and they knew right away. Urgent care doctors see this um, pretty commonly now in America. Type one is becoming more and more prevalent in our youth. So um, her dad was the one who took her. I was at home with the baby. I had a baby at the time. Oh, no. Uh-huh. And um, <laughs> oh my God. I guess he told her, or, you know, he was told that she's got diabetes. So he calls me up, and he's freaking out. And he's like, not even freaking out. He was the more calm of the two of us. He's like, you know, that, you know that UTI? Yeah, it's yeah, diabetes. It's actually diabetes. Like, oh, wow. That's, a, that's incredible. So I remember I was at home. I was folding laundry. Um, baby's asleep um other kids are you know the other child i only had three at the time um my other son's in bed getting ready for school in the morning calls me up and says um they're trying to say she has diabetes (laughs) and i'm like what are you talking about are you joking you know like it just sounded bizarre and completely because she's so young yeah she's young so i didn't know anything about type one needless to say there are different types of diabetes type one used to be known as juvenile um, diabetes mellitus. Now it's simply type 1 diabetes because it does not discriminate against age anymore. And, oh, really? Uh, yeah, it's becoming more and more common for um, people in their 20s to 30s now. Really? Even diagnosed. as yeah. old as 20? As old as 20. For yeah. type 1? Yes, for type 1. And I'll save that story for a different oh, wow. time too is that I... I've diagnosed two different people who were no misdiagnosed way. type two, yes, in their twenties. Mm-hmm. Wow. I know, insane. So anyhow, fast or fast forward now to the hospital. I obviously jump in my car. Um, he's t- telling me they're gonna transport her via ambulance because it's that serious. She could go into a diabetic coma because she's gone. We don't know how long without insulin. Good lord. Um, her pancreas, you know. It was, it was shocking. It was insane. It was chaotic. My head was spinning. I'm driving to the hospital thinking, this is wrong. This can't be right. Mm-hmm. Diabetes. What? She's the skinniest kid in her class. Right, right. Um, and that was also a result of it. She had been losing weight, too. I just assumed she was throwing away her lunch. I was really upset about that until I felt guilty that that wasn't the case yeah, at all. But yeah. um, get to the hospital. Doctor comes in, talks to me, and says, hey, your kid's got type 1 diabetes. You are going to go through the longest two to three days of your life. Oh, my God. Um, because after that two or three days, you're going to be sent home with a couple of vials of insulin, a couple hundred syringes. Oh, my God. A device that you will have to stick your child's bloody finger on top of to check her number before she eats anything and throughout the entire night while she sleeps. Oh, man. Yeah. Super intense. Super crazy. I had to talk to dietitians, specialists, nurses, inject inject my child, my little seven-year-old girl. So uh, the dietitian is where uh, keto really uh, came into play. Mm. Um, I learned so many things that I never knew about food. 
I, uh, I learned what carbohydrates were essentially. I didn't, I thought I knew, but I didn't. Sure, I had yeah, no yeah. idea that bread, I knew, I mean, I knew the basics. Bread is a carb. Right. right. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Tortillas, they're Carbs. probably yeah. a carb. Yeah. Anything delicious <laughs> is probably carby. Anything crunchy yeah. or bready or, you know, doughy, most likely is a carb. Yeah, probably. Um, so I learned <laughs> how, I learned very quickly what things didn't have carbs. So these things were, they, they uh, marked these things zero, quote unquote, these are zeros. So Haley was able to eat these zeros without having to have any insulin coverage. And that seemed like a no brain. I remember thinking there was this like light bulb moment where I was like, wait, why doesn't my kid just stop eating carbs then? Like if, if I could just give her, you know, cheese and eggs and still really meat any yeah, meat yeah, that yeah. she wants she's pretty carnivorous like we could totally do this let's just get rid of you know carbs <laughs> yeah 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 and um quickly i learned um that that's not the safest thing for a type 1 diabetic because me and you we have we have functional pancreases pancreas Pan- uh. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what the plural <laughs> <laughs> term for pancreas. Pancreas, yeah. Yeah, pancreas. let's go with that. We have, we have functional pancreas. Yeah. And um, so we uh, we have insulin that will keep, if we don't eat for, you know, we, we do intermittent fasting in the keto community because our body will release insulin for us or um, glucose when needed. It's not going to fail us. My daughter's pancreas, however, does not do that. It doesn't function at all. Um, so we use sugar, um, as a means of, uh, medication for her when she's having low blood sugar. So it is a little bit different. She could not be fully keto, um, but she definitely benefits from a super low carb diet. And, um, those two days with the dietitian, I learned how proteins affect, uh, blood sugar, how fiber affects blood sugar. How you can help, you know, I learned about what net carbs were even. Yeah. And so this was years before I found out what keto was. So after we left the hospital, I went home and I got rid of all of the really sugary things and all of the processed foods and um, fruit, high fructose corn syrups and stuff like that. Because why were we even eating that to begin with? Well, I mean, it's in everything. It is in, like... it is in everything that isn't whole. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> like you go to a supermarket it and it's like yeah, it's high in fructose corn syrup no, it's everywhere. In your face. Yeah. yeah, it became even more conscious. So I didn't, we didn't really consume many of those things anyway, but we liked to indulge every now and then family movie night. Um, we right. celebrated with food. We honestly, when I think in retrospect about it, um, we had a pretty unhealthy relationship with food because I, right. we, um, I would use it, you know, the treats and stuff. We'd reserve those for special occasions or rewards. The comforts and... Comfort, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. Was, I was creating this comforting um, relationship with horrible foods. Foods right. that were bad for you. Like, hey, you did great, so let's sabotage it. Like, <laughs> let's sabotage our bodies. Like, <laughs> let's eat a whole bucket of ice cream. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. let's food coma and just feel really crappy tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So... <laughs> so um, yeah, that's pretty much how I got into the low carb mindset, and then keto became mainstream, and it wasn't that hard to fully convert. And um, I ha- a little bit more personal backstory for me is that I dealt with. I mentioned before that I had a 
a younger child when Haley was diagnosed Mm -hmm. at a baby. And so I suffered from pretty extreme postpartum depression. Uh, With that that came, it was real. It was so real. I can't can't even explain how real that feels and how helpless um, a new mother can feel. Even with all of the support surrounding you that you could possibly think you need, it's... It's, and you had already had one. And I had already had yeah, one. Yeah, so it's like... Yeah, yeah, I, exactly. So yeah. this was my third child, and it was extremely chemical, and I made the decision to get on medication. That medication um, pushed me from a healthy 125 pounds to 160 in about eight or nine months. Oh, wow. Yes. That's pretty drastic. S- super drastic. Um that's what this antidepressant was notorious for doing, and I, I thought that it would be worth it. But that was a side effect of it? It was a huge side effect. Yeah, that was one of the main side effects of that medicine. And um, I was still maintaining this diet, but I was still gaining weight at a really rapid um, pace. Did I say rate? I was <laughs> <laughs> weight at a rate. <laughs> I was gaining weight at a really rapid rate. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say five times fast. <laughs> um, so, I disclaimer: don't do this. I, I didn't, I didn't do this under the supervision of my doctor because I wanted to be myself again, and so I discontinued taking my medication, and I definitely lost the weight, but. Um, that's not what you're supposed to do. You should definitely do that under the supervision of your, right, your right, practitioner, right. your medical provider. Um, that came with plenty of side effects in itself. Don't yeah. recommend it at all. But yeah, I'm we glad are not doctors. I, right, right. I'm glad that I got off of it. And then I, that's when um, I went fully keto. and Consult a physician first. Right. <laughs> right? Like just disclaimer, just mm-hmm. having to put that out there. Because we do care. We want you yeah. guys to feel better. We want you to... Be living your best life and not feel like so like lethargic. And, you know, there's a lot of people that um, we'll play a clip for it at the end of the show. But a lot of people are doing this just to have more energy for Mm -hmm. their kids. Yep. You know, it's like with their kids. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. It's, you know, it's tough. I mean, we we work, we parent, we yeah, we have all of these other responsibilities that we're um straining our straining ourselves to complete and achieve and maintain and i can attest that four kids (laughs) (laughs) right yeah (laughs) working maintaining my own business and finding the time to do this awesome podcast yeah no i know right to add on to all of that other stuff yes um i should be exhausted (laughs) (laughs) But this is definitely something that we are, well, I know I have become passionate about it. You know, I've, I've tried, you know, I'm, I'm new to the game, so I'm still kind of dumb when it comes to things. And I do have like more, you know, I, I give myself more cheap meals than I should, but I mean, you're on the right path, but I, I, I am more carb conscious Yes. now. It's, it's, you, really are. you know, it like, I don't directly go for like I'll, I'll think about it first you know and like i really actually i don't need it mm-hmm. you know maybe i'm just thirsty maybe yes. i'm just like you know maybe i'm missing something like if there's a sweet tooth something or whatever there's 
there's some alternative other than just like a candy bar mm -hmm. and but this is all through the experience and learning as as i go you know and, and now I, don't, yeah. I don't claim to know it all at all like i'm still learning too and i'm so excited to learn um more of the scientific aspects of the ketogenic diet and that's what we're going to do we're going to talk to healthcare professionals yep. we're going to talk to um people uh who professionally back this diet and, yeah and that they they're they're i hope to god they're more knowledgeable than i yeah. am <laughs> i mean they because, should be yes they're going to be and um Definitely more than me. I'll, I'll just put that out there. It's like I've I I have I have a good heart, right, <laughs> about this whole thing. Well, and, I am forever a student. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, as we all should be. As yes. we all should be. Yes, that's pretty much. Oh, so yeah, that's my my uh, ketogenic slogan. Um, TM. <laughs> <laughs> Trademark copyrighted. <laughs> Is keto. Feel like you again. <laughs> oh, Because no, it really it. does. It, I mean, it. I don't. I can't advocate enough how much the chemical part of the brain um, that it affects uh, really, really plays a huge role in why I do it and why I think a lot of people would uh, choose the ketogenic lifestyle themselves. Yeah. No. Um. I. I haven't read too much into it because I just started, but I. I have heard that there's a lot of mental clarity that comes with it. Like you're, it's, you're not as foggy. You're more, yes. you know, it's um, like your body's yes. functioning in such a different way because of how it works mm -hmm. that like, it's just, it's kind of like the intermittent fasting, you know, when you're like, what, what that's supposed to do is supposed to kill off all the bad yep. cells that are like already like, Trying, trying to find yes. food to eat mm -hmm. to like multiply exactly and then but in this case it it's not happening because you're not giving it anything to bond to like right. especially sugar. sugar sugars are like the biggest sugar things feeds it. Yep. yeah and um especially like um when uh when the mother of my child was pregnant she got gestational diabetes Ugh. and it was not not the same, but it's similar thing where she had to like, you know, limit her carb intake because if she ate too much sugar, then the baby would grow too much, which I thought was really weird. But that that was kind of the first like stent into like, how bad is sugar really? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's yes. like, we all know it's right? bad. Like, duh, right? Like, yeah. you're not supposed to eat like, you know, yeah. like a whole cake. And body tells us right yeah you know and it's just like we don't feel good after we overconsume. yeah but we sugar. don't we don't listen to ourselves right. like it's not it's not intuitive eating it's just like you're you're eating to fill a void yep. you're bored you're hungry but a lot of times like mm -hmm. it, your mind can trick you into thinking you're hungry too it's just like dude you haven't drank water that's what i was just you gonna know? say it's like you <laughs> could you could totally do it a different way but it's like we're so used to you know okay, like I'm feeling sad, here's my ice cream, I'm feeling this way, like I'm gonna, you know. Yeah. And like you're, treat, you're treating yourself by mistreating and mis... I like that. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like you're you're trying to do something backwards. Yes. You know, it, like you're, you're giving yourself permission to mess up your body mm -hmm. and to put you in, a, in another state where your body has to work even harder to try to combat all these things like mental health is a big thing yes 
especially and diet a lot of it can be diet related but I've, I've been hearing and seeing like a lot of testimonials since being in the keto community because you know i go in into the wormholes mm -hmm. and the the youtube wormholes go very deep very very deep. but um yeah I've, I've heard that you know with the mental clarity issues and everything that's and i mean i'm sure it's a lot of it is like self-gratifying too right absolutely you, you know like you feel better because you're losing weight and stuff so like your depression kind of goes down like and then let's not um let's not lie it it's a challenge it can be very challenging at first oh yeah sure so the confidence that comes from that like i'm doing this and i'm going to stay you know strong about it i'm gonna stick with something because i have a goal um and i can i can do this and then yeah when as soon as you start getting those like really fast results it's not so hard anymore right like, right like getting over that first hurdle for most people i mean they battle keto flu or um, cravings. Yeah, good topic for uh, episode. Flu. Yeah, keto yeah. flu. That's Ooh. a good one. It's a doozy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We've, most of us have um, experienced it. I've, I've found very few people who didn't experience it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember <laughs> the first week. It was so it was so dumb. Cause this is like true story. I remember. I I was like. I woke up and my face was red hot. Like it was so red, it was like a tomato. Do you remember? Hold on, I've got to rewind <laughs> to when um, you were like, "Yeah, actually, I feel really good." <laughs> yeah, no. And I was like, "Really? <laughs> yeah, I know. What day are you on, Fernando?" It was like day three. You were like day three. I was like, "Okay, well, I mean, don't don't completely write off the possibility." Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> but that one morning that you're gonna get it, <laughs> and it, and it's like you know. Um, Knowing, <laughs> being a skeptic, right, was a big reason why I wanted to learn everything about it before trying it because I didn't want to yeah. miss a step. Yeah, right? of course. But of course, you don't know what you don't know. Right. So, <laughs> when I, I woke up with my face super red and like everyone at work was telling me like, dude, what's wrong with you? Like, are you, do you have like a do you have a fever? Like what's going on? You know? And I'm like, I mean, it's just, it's just right here in my, my facial <laughs> in my region. Facial, I was going to say that. <laughs> and it's like, and I was like, oh man, I could be coming down. So then maybe I'm like not doing this right. And like, sure enough. Yeah, it was, um, you, you were know. doing it exactly right. <laughs> well, but I wasn't, you weren't, uh, supplementing. I wasn't retaining water right. and I wasn't drinking enough water. Right. So, well, yeah, that'll yeah. definitely increase the symptoms of the keto. Flu, right. But, the the keto flu itself means that you are at least in the first stages of ketosis which is what our goal is so it's your body literally trying to detox yourself from right. um, burning sugar for energy and carbs for energy and that's a shocking thing to our system oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> because most first of hand. us yeah most of us um, have been doing that our whole lives our bodies have been doing that for us without us even understanding what that was. Yeah, isn't that magnificent though? That's such a crazy thing that your body, you're doing something constantly. You're constantly fighting disease. Right. Yeah. You're constantly fighting bad viruses. Your your body mm -hmm. got your back. It's like yes. here, white blood cells, go for it. Yes. You know, it's like you you're like eating a sandwich. You know, you're like not even do you're not even doing anything, right. and your body's fighting for you. But some people can't. Uh -huh. But like when you're you're so used to burning 
uh, energy a certain way, when you're depleting it from your body, your body freaks out, you know, and like, I, I had never done it before, you know, obviously I've never, I've never been low carb. I mean, I'm not, uh, you know, exactly thin, but (laughs) you know, (laughs) you look really thin right now. Oh, oh, thanks. And it's because I'm on radio, (laughs) but, um, yeah, it's just, I, not knowing what to expect was my biggest, you know, like, oh, nothing's happening to me. I feel great. But I did. I did. I felt fantastic. I didn't yeah. feel hungry. That's I felt great. satiated. Mm-hmm. You know, all of the good things, but... Finding the right foods um, is really difficult for most people. And I've found that when I ask uh, ketogenic newbies who don't end up committing to it completely or maintaining it, um, the reason usually is because they got bored with the things that they were eating. Oh, right, right. And they, or not only that, but that they just couldn't figure out what to eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I mean, it, it's hard enough, like, <laughs> with, you right, know. with carbs. With, yeah, with yeah. anything. It's like, okay, chicken again, right. you know. It's like, but, I mean. Well, lo and behold, we have the internet, and we have oh. Instagram, and, <laughs> oh, and yeah, hashtags, and there are so many amazing recipes and well, yeah, now there are. Yeah. Now there are, yes. Yeah, so there's no excuse. <laughs> yeah, no. They're simple. You could literally just Google easy keto recipes and you'll get an insane list of things and photos of things that are so simple to make. Things that you probably already have in your fridge. Yeah, ho- I mean, hopefully. That, that was one of the, the things that I did um, have to find was like, replacement things right you know like um yeah 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 um the um oh my god was the swerve you know for for the sugars and stuff you know like i mean i'm not much of a sugar person and i I don't drink coffee so i'm I'm one of those weirdos but oh weirdos unite yeah yeah but um i i didn't do that so like it was like okay for the morning you know uh coffee won't break your fast or something like that. Right. And I was like, well, I mean, what about anything else? Can I like, you know, like, no, no, no. Go ahead and, you know, put butter in your coffee. I was like, oh, that sounds yeah. gross. Bulletproof. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, I was like, you know, there was a lot of things that could have potentially turned me off. But all I did was like, okay, what what do I eat normally? What do I go towards? Like, you know, and sometimes um, I would have granola bars, you know, when I was like coming off of a sugar crash, which is something you don't do after being on keto for a while like there's there's no, no like sugar crash because you know there's no sugar but i i would have like a granola bar so i was like how what i can't eat granola no you know right. there's there's keto granola now there is it's but, got chia and yes um, some nuts and all kinds of good stuff protein powders you can make your yes own. the protein powders that's yes. that's legitimately what i went to because i was like okay atkins has to have a smoothie or something right like it, it has course. to yeah. and they did they had uh you know like a one gram one you know one net carb uh-huh. um smoothie drink shake thingamabob or whatever you know <laughs> uh-huh. and i was like okay well this is kind of easy i could just you know but but i had to find those things you know like and um uh, uh almond flour mm-hmm. was another thing that but yeah. i don't really bake 
Right. So I just bought like this like huge stash of like almond flour. It's just sitting and there. There it sits. But yeah, and like well, like with everything else, for, right? Like but, breading like, things and for deep fried stuff, it's a really nice alternative. Oh, deep fried. Deep fried air fry. Oh my god. Oh yeah, I gotta I'm talk about that air fried stuff yes, later. Yes, I'm to my air fryer. But yeah, that was the the transition of like how to eat was a little bit easier after because I already knew what foods to go to like. Especially for snacks, like, right. what, okay, I'll, I'll have a cheese. Uh-huh. I'll have, like, a, a Slim Jim. Uh-huh. Or, you know, something like that. You but, can fancy it up and go with, like, salami and prosciutto. Right, but that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I only knew, like, the basic things. It's like, okay, right. well, I can have bacon. It's a great starting point. Yeah, most people start the same. Yeah, cheese yeah. sticks. Meat. Cheese sticks, yeah. Deli meat, even. I mean, I started, when I started, I was doing a lot of, I would just throw all my... Um, a bag of my deli meat, my pickles. You're not a pickle. Yeah, no, I, oh, God. <laughs> my pickles, my cheese sticks or cheese slices, um, chicharron. Um, oh, yeah. Pork rinds. I've learned to love those things. Yes. You know, the pork rinds are... Dip, dip, dip. <laughs> dip, dip, dip them. They taste like chip, chip, chip them. Yeah, and I mean, I would put them on salads for croutons and Ooh, stuff you know what I mean? that's like, a great idea yeah, i never yeah. thought about that yeah and um or like uh I, I don't i don't really you know what's interesting actually this is this is really kind of funny like my whole life croutons. my whole life i have been lactose intolerant right oh i did not know that yeah that's yeah that's so but i'm i'm the worst lactose intolerant person that you would ever <laughs> meet because i love pizza Okay. You know, and like, oh, cheese and, and I love cheeses and oh, I, I went vegan for, for a minute and I stopped being vegan because of the cheese. There right. is no cheese substitute, okay. you know, and I, I just, there are. I was, well, now. not good ones. I yeah. still, I, to this day, I don't, I don't think there's a really good vegan no. cheese. No, Have you no, ever no. tried the nutritional yeast thing? D- yeah. I've okay. tried everything okay. and it just okay. did not. And especially like with the pizza thing, you know, it's okay. like, mm-hmm. how, like, how do you, most of that cheese doesn't melt, you know, yeah, so that's disgusting. But since doing keto, I've been able to process dairy just fine. Wow. Like with See? the Yeah, the cheese sticks and all that stuff. I was like, man, this is gonna like do that's a number. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I didn't I've never been able to just enjoy cheese. Like How about ice cream. Um, I haven't done ice cream since. Uh-huh. But I mean, I should try it. I have a killer keto ice cream recipe. It's oh so my god! Oh, ice cream. That no, will be the ultimate test for Fernando's oh, yeah. lactose intolerance. And no, seriously. Through keto. It, but you know, you know what it is though. It's because, and I didn't, I didn't know this growing up. Like you, you know, you don't, you don't know when you're poor, when you're young. You know, right. like. Oh, but, I knew. But well, <laughs> it's I'm like, almost like we're poor. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, like, but I, I didn't know this until later on in my, like, teenage or adulthood. Um, my grandma used to take care of all of us. You know, I have, like, 10 million cousins. Like, give oh, yeah. or take a few hundred. Right. But we were we were all, you know, being taken care of by my grandma. And she always had food. Like, she, we went to, you know, pick up, um, you know, the... The food stamp stuff with the government cheese oh, yeah, and yeah, like yeah, all yeah. that stuff you know mm-hmm. so like but i didn't know what that was it was just like oh grandma's you know shopping trip you know or whatever grandma brought back cheese product yeah right yeah exactly <laughs> grandma brought back potted meat products but, but you know what 
I never knew she did right was that she would rinse out the milk gallons and do powdered milk oh so I never knew the real the yeah the no, taste of real like I, no not at all so when I finally like as an adult when I like milk. yeah when I when I would drink cow's milk I was like wow this is really thick <laughs> <laughs> it's really that thick is and it's so sweet. Funny. Yeah, because like. Oh, milk. I hate powdered milk. I used to hate. Well, I only milk. ate cereal with it. It was so sweet. I know. No, I can't. No, yeah, and, and that was it the had only a really thing. strange aftertaste. And but I, I knew none. To, I didn't um, know get any better. Powdered milk too. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. So like and since so then. So resourceful. Well, yeah, you know, but I'm saying like, <laughs> so I I had never. That's why I had a. a so you didn't. A dairy, you know, uh, yeah, you know, an aversion to dairy because dilemma, like, a dairy dilemma, a dairy dilemma. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, what, like, what else could it? But it's because I, I wasn't used to like eating a, like, like real dairy, up dairy, you know, just powdered straight stuff from the cow's teeth. Yeah, no, not at all, you know. And then yeah. I started getting into like, go like I, I drink almond milk now because it's just. I think it's so much better than it's any other. Like, yeah, no, almond milk, it. cashew milk is like one of my new love. It. My my new faves. Mm-hmm. But I just recently discovered that I was like, oh my god. It's really amazing. Yeah, but almond milk has more protein. Right. So I'm just gonna stick with that. But yeah, I've been able to just enjoy some cheese sticks and not have it like mess up my stomach. Like I used to have like stomach pains, like oh. painful. Jeez. You know, like yeah, and, yeah, like very, very um, severe. Yeah, like cramps. Yeah. You know, like real bad cramps. And, and nothing now. No, no, not at all. Like everything Bring is out. fine. Bring out the cheese. Let's test it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna test out that ice cream. <laughs> but now yes. it's like. Um, I'll make it for you. You know, one of our um, sponsors for um, the event that's coming up, um, California Keto, it's this store in La Jolla. Uh, if you. If you're native to San Diego, you know where UTC is. It's around there. I love that um, place. Dude, Amazing. they had so many things I didn't even know could be keto. I went into this thing like a candy store because there was literally candy. I was, yeah. You know, like. I thought, I described it as keto Disneyland. Like, I felt <laughs> like a kid, like, in the middle of Disneyland. Like, I don't know which section to go try first. Like, they literally have all of the things that shouldn't be keto in their store like and their right keto. When you, right when you walk in, there's like a big glass case of, of muffins. Muffin pastries. Like yeah. fresh, like homemade looking. I, I think they are homemade. Or, I mean, the company. Right. They're like a... Um, like they're fresh. They're fresh Sole pastries. proprietor. Thank you. Something like that. But yeah, like it's... But it, what? <laughs> but yeah. And I, they're keto. I, I was like, wait a minute. There's a cupcake right here. Like mm-hmm. what? Like... Tell me this is keto and right. I'll eat like 10 of them, yeah. you know, but like, yeah, there, it was, it was Bread. really low carb. Obviously uh-huh. too much of a, a good thing is bad. Right. Right. Like everything in yeah. moderation. Right. Yeah. But, enjoy, but that's, enjoy a freaking cupcake. Yeah. Like enjoy if you're going to, yeah, if you're going to eat a cupcake, like you can definitely like make it with almond flour instead of like yeah. the, the other almond stuff, like anything coconut. else. Mm-hmm. Coconut. Oh my God. The things that coconuts make is <laughs> just so amazing. I know. You know, I it's just. I have no idea either. But that's, it, in, in, a, in a nutshell, uh, oh. really bad. He I'm, a, a, I'm a dad, I'm sorry. He made a funny. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it's, it's a world that I didn't even know existed that was just so 
I wish I would have known about this sooner. And if it wasn't for my mom having to do all this, I mean, I, I may have just kept with my, you know, my gluttony, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, yeah I, I, I knew that I had to like simmer down a bit, <laughs> right? You know, I had to like Take not... Take it down a few notches. Yeah, you know, maybe, a, you know, a piece of cheesecake at midnight is not the best thing. Right. Maybe. So what is ketosis, Fernando? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so ketosis is a normal process that happens when your body doesn't have enough carbs to burn for energy. So instead it burns fat. It makes substances called ketones, which it can use for fuel. So it's a word you'll probably see when you're looking up for information on diabetes or weight loss, but like whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, it depends, right? Yeah. Because like you said, you know, you don't want um for for especially for diabetes like you you do so you know especially like you do need sugars yeah you know so yeah so definitely always talk to your healthcare professional or provider or um yeah definitely get a second opinion on whether or not you should actually try the keto diet yeah if you have any underlying condition absolutely this this diet isn't for everybody um I also hear if you do not have a gallbladder, oh, that's right. Um, having a high fat diet is not very not good for idea. that. Yeah. Um, so, like, like we're saying, we're not healthcare professionals. I do work in healthcare, but right. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a physician. Um, but I, we do want to spread the word and um, bring education to those people who do want to. Yeah, for most start people, this. it is. It's the answer to most of their. Um, health issues and like ail- great like, preventative yeah any ailments really yeah. like it's, yeah. it's so crazy like the list is insane but it's also really crazy how even small portions of food can have the highest carbs you know like what you would think that yogurt you know something as simple as yogurt is like healthy right but you know you go you you buy yo play or whatever and it's mm-hmm. like 50 grams of sugar for like this one cup and it's like that's that's insane I know. you know and then you're adding but then you can fruits on that same shelf you can go over a couple brands and you look at the back and you're like wait this one's only 19 and then that's where like the fibers come in if there's a fiber count underneath that so it's all about just being completely aware of every single thing that you're sticking in your fridge and on your fork because one not all not all um yogurts in this case are created equal (laughs) (laughs) right yeah there are some things i mean i i culture my own um i culture my own probiotics Mm. and kefir which is uh like a liquid yogurt and i can't really tell you how many carbohydrates are in it but I know that I ferment it long enough to eat up most of them. And so some of these other brands are fermenting are, um, yeah, fermenting their yogurts uh, longer. And that's why the sugar content is a lot lower. So having nutritional values at your disposal is pretty crucial to staying in ketosis. Yeah. And as long as like the net carbs are what it is, right? So as net long carbs, as your, yeah. your macros are fine, like you could, you technically, okay, technically, this mm-hmm. is one of my friends 
texted me. I was like, hey, I'm going to do this keto podcast, right? And he was like, so what, you're just going to sit there and cry for an hour? <laughs> so, <you're gonna> do- <laughs> so I was like, right. no. But no, you so would think. He, he had a really funny question because it's, it's, it's kind of a dumb question, but at the same time, it, like, it kind of made me think. And this is true. So he was like, so if, like, let's say I'm limiting myself to, like, uh, 50 grams of carbs a day, mm-hmm. you know, let's just say. Right. Like, can I eat, like, 50 grams? <laughs> like, can I eat a pizza that's 50 grams and then, like, you know, that'd be fine? And it's like, <laughs> and so I was like, ha, 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 funny, funny guy. But then I was like, wait a minute. Like, is that true? Mm-hmm. So then I started looking into it. And like I said, it's all, it, it's all about the net carbs, right? Yes, the so net carbs. So as long as your blood sugar does not spike because of what you're eating, you, you can, can still be in ketosis. ketosis. So um, net carbs equals, for those of you who don't know, you look at the back of your um, food or whatever the product is that you're trying to eat that has the nutritional value on the back, you look at that and you read where it says total carbohydrates mm-hmm. and usually somewhere beneath that it'll tell you total fibers right so you take the carbohydrates and you subtract the fibers the proteins play a role so that's the proteins will um determine what the glycemic index of those carbohydrates are oh, okay i see i see mm-hmm. so yeah and so the fibers are what cuts down yes the net carbs yeah. and the whole thing they cancel out your yeah they cancel out your carbohydrates but the the whole thing is like as long as your blood sugar does not spike you know that's the that's the goal here is that like staying in ketosis to where your body is continuing to burn the fats mm-hmm. instead of like you know reverting to like looking for sugars that you're not gonna have mm-hmm. you know like because you don't want the keto flu twice yeah you know um, so yes Ketosis yeah. is when your body is in a carb and sugar deficit. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then you, um, and then yeah, like you said, you burn fat instead, and that's how you're losing weight so rapidly, and that's how you're uh, gaining energy. And yes, that is how ultimately you do <laughs> start to feel the effects of the keto flu. Because that's not something that we are accustomed to. Yeah, no, like for uh, years, right? Like, using for energy, yeah. <laughs> for our whole lives, most of us. Yeah, no, really, though. Like, I, I mean, me up until, like, these past couple months, you know. And I started it, you know, as a as a test. Like, mm-hmm. I, wanted, I wanted a test run of it. So I gave myself 30 days. And let me tell you, 30 pounds later... 30 pounds, wow. dude. Yeah. Like, that was That's that was incredible. Yeah. But then the holidays came. Right. You know, and then <laughs> I was like, well, the 30 days is over. You know, I, I, I actually saw how it worked. And, but, like, imagine if I would have, like, continued with it, right? But, but since then, I've been more, like, carb conscious. You know, I've been kind of looking more into what I'm putting into my body, what I am eating, mm-hmm. and... I mean, I've maintained, I've, yeah, I've, I put some of it back because I did, you know, like my, my dad, I swear, I swear to God, he deep fries everything in like breading and like, you know, like 
give him some, so replace his breadcrumbs <coughs> with uh, ground chicharrones. Yes. Yeah, he'll never know the difference. He'll be like, wow, this is delicious. You know, but like he, and the big thing for him is pastas. Right. You know, and like I'll come home and there's pasta and I'm like, Do, am I just not going to eat? You know, but like if he makes pasta with like a, with meatballs or something, I'll take yeah, the meatballs out and I'll. Throw like, some cheese do, on it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, or like have it with the salad and right. whatever. But like that was the Call biggest. Flour. That was the biggest thing. Oh yeah. Cauliflower for everything. <laughs> right. Um, but it was like, like I said, the transition wasn't as hard when I knew what I was looking for. You know, but like the, the beginning stages of how to get into ketosis. Right. And I used to, um, you know, I listened to a lot of podcasts and stuff like not not health podcasts, but like a lot of, you know, people would have health care professionals on them. And like, mm-hmm. you know, they'd be I forget where I was going with the story, but <laughs> it had something to do with Joe Rogan. And like, it just, but anyway, but Joe anyways, Rogan, but yeah, but Joe Are Rogan, ha- <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Joe Rogan. <laughs> Um, yeah, um, he had, he had someone on there and he was talking about, um, intermittent fasting and he, he was start talking about ketones and like all these things. And I'm like, Oh, so like even people that don't follow a ketogenic diet can go into ketosis by fasting because it's like your body's like, okay, depleted of everything. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you go on a fast, that's what, that's generally what your body's doing. It's right. like, okay. It's killing off all the dead stuff. It's not, mm-hmm. you know, you're not reproducing any more, like, you know, um, any, any cells that are, like, low par, you know, or subpar. And I'm like, okay, so a good way to start would be by fasting, right? And what do you do every night? While we sleep? Yeah. You're fasting. You're fasting. And that's why the first meal of the day is called breakfast like you're breaking your fast so Mm -hmm. it's like what if i just elongated that period you know what if i just took that morning instead of like you know waking up at eight in the morning doing my thing which and you would know your blood sugar spikes the highest in the morning right like it's just natural like Mm -hmm. your body is trying to give you like a wake-up shot to like start functioning like have have your have your body start moving and stuff so like body moving yeah so you're you're technically already doing that while you're sleeping so like if you just yeah kind of extend it a little bit then you get into like this whole state of ketosis where your body's starting to eat at its fat because it hasn't had any sugar or anything to like grab onto and yeah people that just do intermittent fasting they lose significant amount of weight now imagine mm-hmm doing that and also eating more whole foods eating more like things that your body would use for nourishment mm-hmm. you know like yeah that's where it all comes in it, it so, changes the game so there's um i wanted to bring this up there's a huge um misunderstanding in the ketogenic community or with people who are interested in becoming keto and um it's the segregation of dirty keto versus clean keto. Oh, uh, yeah. Talk about it. Yes. Yeah, so there's there definitely um, two sides to the ketogenic community. Um, <laughs> I'm all about that lazy keto. Though. Yeah, so there's lazy keto. Yeah. Lazy keto typically 
falls a little more <laughs> right dirty, yeah. if right were dirty. And so if you're depleting yourself of carbs and if you're being low carb, whether you're eating um, Kraft Singles cheese or, <laughs> right. you know, provolone from Whole Foods. Right, right, right. And whether you're eating hot dogs, Oscar Mayer hot dogs, gross. Right. Or, you know, prosciutto, like I mentioned earlier, um, you're still going to be in ketosis. You will still have the, you're not going to be as nourished. Sure, um, yeah. If you're left, which we'll say is clean keto. You're, you're not going to feel as great. You're not going to, you're probably, and I don't know because I've never done the full dirty keto. I've definitely had dirty days. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. I've had dirty days. Um, but I know that when I'm clean keto, my body just it works. It functions so well, if you know what I mean. <laughs> it's smooth. It's very smooth. <laughs> right. It does what it needs to. Things are moving. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and when I, yeah, so from what I've read and from what I've um, heard from other people, um, a friend of mine, she uh, primarily does dirty keto when she does do her ketogenic dieting and she does not have the same effects <laughs> it doesn't have the same effects on her body as it has on me so i'm sure that that's right. something to notate um but you can still be keto and eat dirty yeah and Just every cut the carbs everybody's everybody's body <laughs> okay is unique to themselves like there's not one one correct way to do anything right especially because like you have you have a different blood type you have a different you know whatever it is like it right it it, it all makes sense to the individual yeah so it's not one one size fits all no not at all like with any diet regimen and like anyone that's trying to sell you on that like is lying and is trying to take your money yeah so like do what you have to do talk to your healthcare professional and ask them what's good for you, you know, like, and they'll probably, you know, end up doing some tests on like, right, you, know, yeah, what, like you know, what are you lacking? Exactly. Or like even, uh, you know, what's causing inflammation, right? Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people, for me, it was dairy, like dairy. I mean, dairy is inflammatory to begin with, but like for me, it was really bad, mm -hmm. you know, to the point of cramps. So yeah. just, you know, for me, it was sugar. Go. Like, I have a sweet tooth. Oh uh, yeah. And that's, that's the problem too. You know, I had a sweet tooth, but there are keto desserts now. I know. And, and you know, I crave sweets so much less. Yeah, like, that's true. I definitely crave more savory now, and I was never a super savory craver. I oh. was always craving sugar and sweets, and I can't even remember. Like, my daughter will make, my diabetic daughter, she'll make these delicious little keto-friendly chocolate desserts. Oh, those, yes, fat those bombs. fat bombs. Oh, my God, they're so they're good. They're so delicious. And... Back in the day, if somebody made me chocolates in a little thing with like twelve of them, twelve little chocolates, I would have, I wouldn't even have, I would have inhaled them, yeah. all twelve. <laughs> yeah. I could eat one, and it's so rich and so, I just appreciate it so more. My, I taste it. I'm tasting my food now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And so I'm tasting, you know, these, fat, these delicious chocolatey fat bombs, and I don't feel the need to overindulge on them. So the cravings. I mean, it's just all about 
cheesy as it is, it's all about balance and balancing out your gut and balancing yeah. out um, what what your body wants from your diet. It, I mean, I, the proof is in the pudding. Oh, I pudding. I know. <laughs> I have a recipe for some Oh, keto my God. <laughs> It's a good thing we're hanging out more now, but um, yeah, so um, perfect segue actually. So what I was talking about, the easiest thing to do is to go ahead and prep your meals. What do you do, Amanda? <laughs> Funny you should ask. <laughs> so I highly recommend that people meal prep also uh-huh. um, so that they don't get bored of what they're eating and they do have something available to them if you do like a weekly meal prep service. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh. What? A, wait. Have don't, you heard it? Don't you do something? I actually, like... that's so funny. I almost forgot to mention <laughs> that I actually own and operate Crazy Tray Meal Prep. Oh. San Diego's Keto Meal Prep Service. Um, and you can find me on Instagram at... Crazy Tray Meal Prep, and I my my focus is on ketogenic, and it's because it's important to have. Like I was saying, it's important to to leave no space, if if possible, between no time between you feeling really hungry and putting food in your face. Yeah, because that's the devil's playground. Yeah. <laughs> so um yeah so my customers they get um. Homemade de- delivered meals by me and my people, <laughs> and um, they get a minimum of five, and that's stored in your fridge, and you've got access to that throughout your week. I mean, that's I've I always see your pictures on Instagram, and they just look so delicious. I just want to eat the phone. <laughs> um, but um, so they're all my recipes, and they're recipes that I've um, that I've you know, transformed into ketogenic recipes. Well, give us an example. What, what is what is one that, like, what's like a, a okay. really big, like... A, the big faves? Yes. Okay, so let's see. My most recent one, people really loved the... Um, I make a lasagna, but instead of noodles, I use really thin-sliced zucchini. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That actually yes. sounds... Like yeah, ground sausage and the cheese and my homemade tomato sauce. Not too much of it because you don't want too much tomato. Tomato, right? I'm completely. um, I'm 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 super knowledgeable about what foods like because of Haley. So when I when I make my recipes, I'm very very careful to keep mind of um, to be mindful of what things you don't want to overindulge in. So there's a lot of keto friendly foods. And ingredients that you can't have too much of right right which i'm completely informed of so there's a lot of i've been looking um and looking at my competition and i'll look at these other people they're not i don't i haven't found any fully keto meal prep services right right but they are there are plenty who offer a keto menu or keto options and i look at them sometimes and i'm like that's not that's low carb, but that's not keto. So they're claiming to be keto. I'm claiming to be keto, but I actually am because I've got, I've got lots and lots of carb counting under my belt, and I love doing it. And yeah, crazy tree meal prep. Yeah, you could uh, find her on Instagram. Do you have a 
um, Facebook or anything? It's just on Instagram. I do right have now? a Facebook. Yeah, I do have a Facebook. Um, Crazy Tree Meal Prep. Oh uh, yeah, you can you can find her on all of those things, and you can find her here on the Keto Revolution podcast. This was a really good first dive into what we're going to be getting into. Um, we do appreciate all of the support that we've gotten already from the yes. keto community. We're going Thank to have a, um, a launch party for this um, podcast soon. And a lot of your favorite brands are going to be there, mm-hmm. um, which we will be showcasing off in our Insta stories um, throughout the weeks exciting. leading up to the thing. Um, also, we're going to play you a clip of our interview with a brewery, which is something that you would not expect coming from a keto podcast, yes. but we do have a resident beer drinker, which it would be me. Um, <laughs> and you know, um, everyone likes to indulge and enjoy an alcoholic beverage here and there, but I, I don't really. Really, I, I, I'm not a seltzer, water, alcoholic beverage drinker. Mm-hmm. So when I found that this... He's a beer dude. Yeah. Uh, when I found that this local San Diego company was making a low-carb IPA. So, guys, if even if you're not doing keto, but you're trying to watch your carbs, yeah. this is like the perfect thing it for you. So it's 2.9 carbs per 12 ounces. It was delicious. And it's so good. It actually tastes like a, a a session IPA, if you're familiar with the term. But it's it's an IPA that is brewed to have a lesser body and a alcohol lesser content. alcohol content. Yeah. So you can definitely enjoy one or two. You don't I have to it. you don't have to stick to your um, light beers like your Bud Lights and all that stuff. Because, you know, you want a little flavor to it. So we're going to play a clip from our interview with Thorn Beer. And, um, yeah, uh, we will be there. At Thorn Brewing. Saturday, February 15th, day after Valentine's Day. So bring your sweethearts. Bring you know. your sweethearts. Uh, bring them all. Um, it's dog friendly, right? Yes, it is dog, dog friendly. friendly. So if you are a dog mom, a dog dad, or whatever, you know, you can bring come out here. Bring the Yes, please. I want to meet all of them and give them treats. They have, they even have treats. They even they, have they, treats. They have there. dog biscuits. This place there. is awesome. Yeah, they're really cool. And like I said, it's a. I, I wanted to find something that I can indulge in when when I don't want to have like a seltzer or whatever. Mm-hmm. If I just want a beer, there Same. are available options. So here's that clip from the interview now. Yeah, and uh, today we're joined by Tom uh, from Thorn Beer. How's it going, Tom? Uh, I would have been better if I got the type of introduction that she did as the lovely co-host and the guy at Thorn. Yeah. The, the beautiful bearded man. <laughs> much nicer. Yeah, beautiful and bearded. Um, so um, we're we're going to start off by talking about the um, your keto beer. Who had the idea to make a keto-friendly beer? So uh, Eric O'Connor, who is one of the co-founders and he's been the acting director of Brewing Ops since we opened. Uh, he was at a conference and saw uh, Dogfish Heads. Oh, okay. With the, uh, was it Slightly Mighty? Mm-hmm. And that's when he wanted to do something in that style, which was just yeah. like a low-carb IPA. Yeah. Um, we had already been playing around with 
brute IPAs. I mean, a lot of breweries have. I mean, ultimately, this is just like a session brute IPA. Right, right. But the idea of like saying it's keto was the idea. It's it's a hey, low cal, low carb. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's different. We just thought it would be a fun way to kind of like reintroduce the idea of what the beer is right. and sure. really what like <clears throat> what makes it worth pursuing and worth consuming. Right, and having the keto tag in front of it is bringing a whole nother type of person yeah. in here that wouldn't normally drink beer because, you know, they, they don't. Like, don't, don't think they can. And then um, also, like, whenever I was looking for, like, the big game just happened, and yeah. I was looking for, like, low-carb beer. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it was, I was looking for low-carb beers, but I didn't want to Michelob Ultra, and, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Even, and the list Yeah, no, it, it, it does. It, they're not very flavorful, mm-hmm. and I like that you guys chose to do a keto IPA. Were there any other iterations? Did you want to try a seltzer or anything like that, or a, no, a cider? No, we, uh, we can't legally make a cider yet. They oh. actually just changed some of the laws. Mm. So it's like in California, it's like if you, you can get a lot of make beer or to make wine or to make spirits. And I'm pretty sure cider is under the wine license. Okay. Um, but the laws just changed January 1st. So we are reapplying for our license to be able to make all of them in our facility. Oh. So we hadn't been able to. Now we are in the process of making a seltzer, but kind of like why we focused on, on a beer instead of a seltzer is especially like... So we actually can't legally call this, on the can anyways, a keto IPA. We tried. Okay. So there's a government body they have to submit names to. They said it's making a health claim. You can't make a health claim with alcohol. Uh-huh. So, so we tried keto IPA, keto friendly IPA, and they shot them all down. So now oh, really? we still like, we internally call it keto, but we call it, it's low carb on the can, you'll notice, and that's why. Oh, low carb I see. and yeah. keto are used pretty interchangeably yeah. in the keto community anyway. We're calling it keto beer because that's, you can consume it. It's a yeah. <laughs> diet, so. And it's a more fun. Find a loophole. So actually, so I mean, our our approach was like, well, it's not it's not actually making a health claim. No. Like ketosis is a state that your body is exactly right. right. And so this, you can consume this and still be in that ketosis state. Was the argument we were making, but it's like you're submitting online to a government body. They don't, sure. This of isn't course. the Supreme Court. They don't really care to hear your <laughs> argument. You know what I mean? They give you an answer. Yeah, they're, they're like, no. no. Yeah. So go away. Yeah, but, but like as when we make the seltzer, our idea with the seltzer is, all right, there is a like certain palate that just doesn't want beer or isn't ready for beer or whatever it is. Right. So we are making that, but we are not making it for health reasons. We're just making it to, we want to make a crap version of like every beer and beer adjacent thing that you can have and we want to make a better version of it so we're making a like a salsa but we're going to use real fruit so instead of using artificial oh. flavor that's going to be like our thing right i love that yeah now with this like not that i am gonna make a health claim but you're gonna <laughs> this is significantly healthier than hard seltzer i mean hard seltzer is it is sugar fermented and then they add flavor extract. yes right there are actually like vitamins and minerals in barley so like this is a more like there is more nutrition in grain than there right. is in just table sugar. Um, yeah. No, so true. we think it's actually more appropriate if we are gonna talk about like if we're gonna highlight that it's low carb or that it's keto, it makes sense that it's in something that for alcohol, granted it's alcohol, sure. it is like a little a little more in alignment with like the idea behind why you even care about right. keto or low carb. Right. And it's not like having an alcoholic beverage takes you completely out of it, you know, and 
that's why a lot of people are like, well, especially me, I started keto, but I'm a dude. I still like beer. Like mm-hmm. that, I mean, pub crawlers, hello. Yeah. So like, I, I've been looking for like, and I didn't want to turn to hard liquors, you know, yeah. like I'm just not that person. So I am. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, some gin. Yeah, you know, and it, it, it would have yeah. been like that, but I just like the flavor more. Like with, with hard liquors, I, I'm like totally at the, um, they, they have me by the balls there. Yeah. You know, it's like I have to yeah. like your liquor, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like because I, I have to do it with soda water or with yeah. not tonic because tonic does have uh, a lot of oh, um, yeah, a lot of yeah, carbs. Definitely not keto so I so for me when I was like, OK, beer, finally, something that's like mm-hmm. and, and a session IPA is probably the the best thing. So going back to the, the IPA idea, um, you, was it immediately like you wanted the IPA, you didn't want to do like an American lager or like any other style? No, but that's ultimately what McUltra is. So sure. our idea was, okay, what is this for craft beer drinkers? In, in Southern California, exactly. IPAs are the style. So like we make sure. a Mexican lager, like we have a barrio, and like we've yeah. talked about doing, maybe we'll do like a batch every now and again mm-hmm. or like just for fun we'll do it once maybe we'll do like a low carb barrio mm-hmm. but um ipa is like the classic craft beer style so if the idea is hey how can um keto people or people that are watching their carbs and calories still enjoy the the craft beer style yes. that everyone else in craft beer is drinking how can we offer that sure yeah this is huge <laughs> this is huge for the keto community especially here in san diego you guys are locally based so it's really hard to find it's impossible, actually. This is the first time I'm even hearing of a low-carb craft beer. Right. And that's something that I just knew that I had to completely write off if I wanted to stay in mm-hmm. ketosis. This is amazing, and I can't wait to try it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, let's... Staring at me. The least we could do. <laughs> let's have a... Uh, while we're tasting it, can you describe what's in it? Let's... Um, sure. ASMR right here right. for the people. <laughs> oh, very nice. So we are pouring, what is this called? Treading Lightly. So, treading Lightly. Treading so what's up, what's up with the name? Why did you come up with Treading Lightly? Or how did you come up with it? Actually? Well, when we, when Uncle Sam wouldn't let us use Treading Lightly, we, I'm sorry, when they wouldn't let us use Keto IPA, okay. uh, we were, we, we've done a, like a variety of different naming conventions or like uh, processes to come up with names. For this one, what we did is um, we threw the opportunity out to the team where they could come up with names and then we had at a manager's meeting, mm-hmm. uh, we voted on the favorites from the pile and we picked. So um, our um, marketing director, Nina, she is more involved. In, she's not on keto herself, but she is far more involved in the fitness community. Oh, okay. And so uh, she is the one, actually. She uh, coined the term, uh, Treading Lightly, came up with the name Treading Lightly. Very mm. And it just, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. yeah. It, it, it plays on yep. on the name, you know. Yeah, and it, like the health name, you know yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's almost like you're you're in a you're in a race, like what, what is it, a triathlon or whatever. Yeah. Um, little background music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and just to just to go off of that, did, did you like it? Have you tried it? I'm gonna try it right All now. All right, let's do this. So what's in this? Um, how did you brew it? Is it is it much different the brewing process to having it like super more low carb than than just a regular session IPA? No, the process overall isn't that different. Pretty much what you're doing is we're making we're brewing a session IPA. So the main difference between like a session IPA Ooh, that's good. and a like a standard like full bodied IPA is the amount of grain that you put in. Oh uh, right. The sugar comes from the 
Sugar comes in the alcohol. It alcohol comes a, in the sugar. It takes a lot, right. It yeah. takes a lot lighter than um, IPAs that I've yeah. tried in the past before um, starting the ketogenic diet. Mm -hmm. But I like that. I appreciate that. It makes me believe that it really, truly yeah. is low carb. I yeah, it's, a little yeah, lighter, it's lighter. It's more yeah. refreshing. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, this is not... I wouldn't... I wouldn't tell any regular person, like, if you really like IPAs and you're going to drink a thorn beer, drink the relay. Right, right. yeah, yeah. Like, Staple. Yeah, yeah. This, this, I don't want to pretend that this is something that it isn't. It is <laughs> a low-carb IPA. Like, right. the carbs give a lot of body to, you know, typical yeah. IPAs. You don't have that here. Sure. So it's going to taste different. So what I say is, if you're, if you're looking for something that's, like, lighter and low-carb, like, I would, like, take this all day over a mick ultra. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh, no. Not, yeah. no question. Hands down. Yeah, yeah. I can't. Honestly, I don't like the glow. No one likes it. No one likes it. Some people drink it because they because think it's the only option. Yeah. yeah. So it's I true. would say this is this is guided more to be like a a uh, better version of that. Yeah. A, if you're a craft beer consumer and you're watching your carbs, then this is like absolutely. That's what it's intended for. This Absolute will be my go-to beer. Good. Yeah. What's so what, the main difference? Sorry, to, uh, no, to, that's to, right. to do the question is, uh, typically when you brew the beer, um, uh, when we were to make like a regular IPA, there's non-fermentable starches that um, remain mm -hmm. in the beer. So uh, what you do for this is you add an enzyme that converts those non-fermentable starches into fermentable sugars. And then the oh. sugar conver eventually converts to alcohol. To alcohol, right. So that's where, those are the carbs right. that you're cutting out right, right sure. there. Eating it. I used to make, uh, brew my own kombucha, it's the mm -hmm. same concept. You put a bunch of sugar into your brew, mm -hmm. and then you just wait for the, the bacteria the, yeah. to eat it all and for it to ferment. Yeah, converts the sugar yep. alcohol and mm -hmm. Same the burps Very and the farts cool. analogies. <laughs> <laughs> the burps and the farts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, and we use yeah. uh, and we use sexy apps. We use uh, Citra and Amarillo, which nice. are two of the yeah more well known. So, did, we're not trying to like skimp out. It's supposed to you know be you know a quality. I love it. What's the What's the ABV on this? This is four point three. Oh, that's great. That's great. So it's like... Because uh, we had the conversation, all right, what's more important? The carbs, the calories, the ABV. Right. Because they all kind of, like, carbs you got to pick. for me. Yeah. So that's why we went carbs first. Yeah. Yeah. And be like, all right, what's the lowest carb that we can have um, and the, the highest, highest alcohol, ABV? Yeah. Right. And then we'll take whatever calories result. Well, I mean, a session IPA isn't that much, isn't much more. You know, it's like, what, 5? 5.5? You know, like... Oh, uh, ABV? Yeah. Uh, it depends. Like a true session, I believe is supposed to be under four percent alcohol, but most sessions that you see are really just like pale ales. No, that's what I mean. Yeah, it's uh, the ones that are out there. Um, I mean, and and then they lose a lot of flavor. Like yeah. this has a very big flavor profile. Like it's not. It, it really. I feel the IPA in there. You know, it's not. You're not trying to like just under like put more water in it. You know, yeah. a lot of them feel watered down, and mm -hmm. that's what it is. So considering this is only point nine percent. Um, more carbohydrates than the seltzer waters. This is what. Oh really? Yeah. Not even one. Okay. No, no. I think McUltra is like two point six grams mm. for a twelve ounce. This is two point nine. Yeah. So that's uh, why I typically yeah. lean more towards like the seltzer, the whole like, mm -hmm. hard seltzers and um, hard soda. But some of those, it's but almost I like. I that point. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> so then, like, I feel like it's again. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, it just goes to show that there's there's way more that can be 
in the keto community that hasn't just been thought of yet. So, like, thank you. My hat's off to you. Saving the your, your hat's off to you. Yeah. Um, so, how long have you been here at this location? So, the one in North Park, we had a seven-year anniversary in... Uh, we do Sono Chili Fest, which is the very beginning of December. Oh. usually serves roughly as our anniversary. Mm -hmm. So, we just had a seven-year... So congratulations, man! That's Thank awesome. You very much. Yeah. And uh, we had a two-year anniversary at our production brewery in Barrio in uh, the end of October. So, yeah. So two you two and a half years in Barrio. What What other locations do you have besides this one? So this is the original, mm -hmm. just over seven years. We've been in Barrio for about two and a half years, and then we opened a tasting room in Mission Hills. Um, about nice. Eight, Seven months ago, it was July nineteenth. Oh, really? So it's just a tasting room. There's no brewing Correct. going on there. Yep. So Barrio. Um, you're normally at Barrio, or is this where you call home? Me personally, I am typically in Barrio. All right, cool. Home base. Yeah. I get work done. I need to ask you personally. I love your accent. I'm digging it. <laughs> where are you from? Whitman, Massachusetts. Okay. Ah, of course, Mass. Massachusetts. Yeah. Yeah. Home of the fresh chocolate chip cookie. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Not keto. <laughs> no. Yeah, absolutely not keto. <laughs> yeah, no, make a keto version of that <laughs> You could make a, a chocolate chip cookie stout. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, that, that'd be a good one. So, aside from these, um, are there any uh, upcoming releases of beers that you're going to try out or um, any upcoming events? Yeah, actually, we have a lot of beers coming out end of March, beginning of April. We actually have three. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So the hot seltzer I told you about, where we're using, we're going to use real um, blackberry Ooh, um, fruit. Thank you for the blackberry. My pleasure. Yes. Um, we are doing a uh, cryo-hopped hazy IPA series. Oof. So cryo-hops are like... Sounds like frozen? scientific. It like is. Frozen it's hops? science. Yes. <laughs> so it's like they freeze them and then they pull out the best parts of like kind of like getting it. So it's like, oh. a, it's a real like concentrated form of hop. An so extremely futuristic beer. It is from the future. It is from the future. Super, that's the Jurassic Park beer. <laughs> if you're going to be like extracting yes. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, fair. <laughs> I love it. Uh, and then cool. we are canning our low hanging sour series. Okay. So right now we have a raspberry grapefruit that's on tap. I oh, okay. that one earlier. Yeah. We're doing a small batch of a peach. Like, I think we're canning it next week. And then we have can the first one we're canning is that cherry sour. So, cherry sour? Yeah. Oh, okay. So we made it, we've made it before, and it was our most popular. We've done like six different versions. It was the most popular one, so we wanted to bring it back for the first can. So right. should start seeing those, the, like, very beginning of April is when we'll hit the market. All right, cool. Where, where can we find your, because I know, um, obviously, the Bevmos and stuff happen, but where can we find them in San Diego? Oof. I mean, we are in... BevMo, Costco, Whole Foods, Smart and Final. Vons. I've uh, seen you guys in Vons. We are in Vons. <laughs> uh, we are in, I mean, we're in most, a lot of the independents, there's just so many. Mm -hmm. um, Amazing. Well, Costco's I mean, good. Yeah. Costco's, <laughs> that's, hell yeah. That's bitching right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we should be in most of the chain places. Yeah. And then especially in South County, most, oh, especially in North Park. And North Park will probably have three or four different beers right. in. Yeah. But most independents should have at least, probably our Relay IPA would be the one you're more likely to find. Right. Okay. Because like a little orange strip. A little like a corner liquor store. Yeah. Stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, um, so besides... Quite a local liquor store. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, just try it, right? Yeah. Um, so besides the Relay, what, what other beers are your staples that, that are in cans out mm -hmm. there right now? 
Well, so uh, Relay IPA is a best-selling can. Barrio Lago would be our next one. That's our Mexican-style lager. Okay. And I claim that it's the first um, San Diego-made, regularly produced uh, Mexican lager. Mm. Craft Mexican lager. So why do you why do you claim that? <laughs> because I'm kind of like sticking my fingers in the air and not listening <laughs> to whether or not it's true. I just I don't know of anyone else that was making one year-round and packaging it. Until, oh, I get, until I get we did. Okay. Right, so right. Technicalities. I'm pretty sure we're the first one, but I'm not putting in the work to see if I'm wrong. Right. No, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, we'll fair enough. We'll put in the work and get back to yeah. that. Fair enough. <laughs> Actually, Hops to Pot's uh, second best-selling beer on draft. Love that. Oh, my God. Yeah. My favorite so, beer. Relay, Barrio, Laga, and Hops to Pot. Are the, those are the big three. He Let's pay the bills. Hopster, yeah. Yeah. Downstairs, I was like, dude, so you gotta, gotta try this. Nice. And then, he knew. The, um... The double IP, I mean the triple, yeah. kind of tastes like that, but without the the cloudy yeah. mouth yeah. feeling. It was you juicier. Know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> more <laughs> juice. More juice. Uh, yeah. More juice. <laughs> we are going to actually be here with the Keto Revolution podcast on the fifteenth at your um, at the Thorn Street, the original location, um, uh, February fifteenth from four to seven. Come one, come all. Um, we are going to be raffling off, actually, a six-pack of the Trading Lightly. And um, our parent company, Keto Primo, is actually going to be um, adding their barbecue sauces. Have you ever had um, keto barbecue sauce? No. No. Yeah, so... This isn't a keto body. Right, no. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know many of the keto options. <laughs> hey, so, you won't miss the carbs or the sugar, I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, no, like seriously, because yeah, barbecue, really when the first, one of the first things that I noticed was that I could not have barbecue because mm. number one ingredient is sugar or high yeah. fructose corn syrup. So here we have this company that, you know, they, they sweeten it with monk fruit. So it's not yeah. really like, yeah, you know. That's what dogfish uses Delicious. in a slightly mighty. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you're familiar. So, um, they're going to be doing uh, the raffle. So, six-pack of the Trading Lightly mm-hmm. and the Keto Primo Oso Sweet Barbecue Sauce. Is it like a vinegar No, 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 no. It's it's very chunky, actually. It's very thick. Yeah. It, it, um, it cooks very well. You can put it on literally anything. Pop it in the oven, slow cooker. Anything that cooks. Anything that cooks. Anything that heats up your food, you want to stick it on. I just, I put it, like, I use it as a dipping sauce for everything. My kids love it. My kids aren't, like, I have four kids. They are not keto. Four kids. I have four kids. Can I, I know it's not knowing. How old are you? I am 18. No, you're 21. You're at a brewery. I'm 21. shoulder shimmy. For those of you who can't see. I'm 32. Yeah. And a half. <laughs> and, and a half. Yeah, there you go. Started well, really young. Yeah. All right. Well, Tom, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for having us. And for uh, we will be here again, Thorn Brewing, uh, February 15th, 4 to 7 p.m. Tell your friends, tell your family, bring your dogs, dog friendly. Bring your dogs, bring your kids, bring your family. <laughs> <laughs> They're keto, though. Uh, is, there anything, is there anything else you want to, any, any other um, events coming up? No. All right. We're going to finish these drinks now. Keep up to date with all of the things that that we're going to be doing with this podcast. Yeah, no, we're super excited. Again, you can reach us. uh, We we do have our own website, 
keto revolution pod.com and pretty much you can find us anywhere our handle is usually keto revolution pod um we are going to be streaming on all platforms um under keto revolution so we are on anchor and um keto revolution is our handle for that but everywhere else keto revolution pod instagram um facebook and keto revolution pod.com um for all of our upcoming events and we have quite a bit in store for you guys like amanda was saying earlier we we will have authors um dietitians Mm -hmm. and you know other regular people just like you and i you know we're we're gonna be talking to everybody and seeing how their lives have been impacted by just taking taking their life back you know going and being a revolutionary about it like doing going against the grain literally mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> like that. yeah and uh you know not not taking uh you know what the general american diet is supposed to be as like the know-all like, like the, the the truth you yes, know like we are relearning how to eat yes we are relearning and we're we're wanting to eat with purpose and you know knowing what we put into our body because essentially you know that's that's step one to like complete wellness is like what are you consuming what are you putting into your body that is either helping or hindering you you know so there's a lot to learn from that my name is pauline and i started keto in june of 2017 as a pre-op diet for weight loss surgery i lost about 35 pounds before having vertical sleeve gastrectomy in april of 2018 Total, I've lost about 105 pounds, but my reason for starting was my son. He was a year and a half, and I had zero energy to play with him, and keto was my answer. I've struggled with my weight for the majority of my life. About seven months ago, I was looking to make a lasting change that would not only shed pounds, but restore my health. That's when I first discovered the ketogenic lifestyle and began following accounts on Instagram. The ketogenic lifestyle is one of the healthiest and most sustainable ways of eating I've ever tried. After only a couple of weeks, I saw signs of improvement in my mental health just from cleansing my body of carbs and sugar. As an added bonus, I shed over 35 pounds. The keto community is an incredibly supportive community with so many success stories and being part of it keeps me inspired and motivated.